Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Someone was uh, asking about maybe emotions in the body or all the different things that happen in, in the body, maybe energetically. Um, yeah, so uh, the body... I've heard a number of times, maybe Philip Moffat say this, the body is a storehouse. And uh, you know how emotions uh, can get stored there, and trauma, and stories, and old grief, and uh, even something we sometimes uh, name karmic nut and that might refer to something even transpersonal coming from another life who knows that is hard to explain so sometimes it's not uh, we can feel things and it's not uh, it's not there's no story to it uh, or Yesterday in one small group we were talking about the kind of existential angst that can sometimes like be experienced as uh, maybe pressure on the chest. And in retreat, when we get uh, more still, sometimes these things are, you know, are revealed or um, yeah, get intensified. And so it's good. Uh, that's why partly maybe there is the walking, but uh, the mindful movement is a, is a good stretching, in a way, physical stretching, but it's also uh, moving the emotional body. You know? And you can do this also in your room, you know, do gentle, gentle stretch, or almost like uh, almost dancing or dancing. Something like this to help, because when there's many hours, like a week like this, of many hours like this, emotion can get all like intensified and rigidified in body. And sometimes it um, there's release also happening. You know, there could be trembling or uh, different kinds of things that uh, can happen, and. You know, can we let it happen? Can it be known? How are we relating to it? Sometimes we want to know, we want to know what's the story. Why is that? And sometimes we want to know. Um, can this be met with uh, kindness, with space, if at all possible?
Yeah, the body as a storehouse. I'm thinking also that today is um, a full day of practice. And the mind is, you know, the mind can play trick on us. You know, often we start departing before it's finished. You know, and so I invite you to be careful with this. Just aware, aware. You know, if uh, the mind starts activating itself, like towards the exit, you know, there's a full day of exploration here uh, possible. So it's very natural that you know the mind would engage. Differently at this point, but it's also possible to recognize this and kind of reset or remember. Wow, precious day, precious day. I was uh, talking about uh, you know this first kind of wisdom, going from uh, the maybe afflictive emotions, how to accompany oneself uh, when they arise. Uh, uh, in the middle of them, and maybe uh, uh, cultivating uh, different qualities in the midst of the challenging ones, and uh, this move of, from the five hindrances of restless worry, agitation, uh, uh, lethargy, sloth and torpor, or aversion, fear. Uh, desire, stop, Pascal, stop. <laughs> don't say, don't say more. <laughs> well, there was just doubt left. May I as well put it in there. This move from the five hindrances to, uh, in the fourth foundation, is presented as the, the seven factors of awakening. It's one way to talk about this, or the fourth noble truth. If it rings a bell to you, is a way to, you know, go from. Uh, the clinging mind to the non-clinging mind. Uh, and I just want to say a few words about these uh, seven factors. We won't get into it completely. It's a rich field. But just to drop it here today as maybe inspiration or elements of uh, curiosity for the practice. And the Buddha has a beautiful image he uses uh, with these. He, he says, in the same way that the, when it rains, the rain falls down. It's very natural for the droplets to, to fall, the drops of water to, uh, of rain to fall down. And when they fall in, in, the, in the mountain, uh, naturally they will, when they fall on the ground, they will go towards, the, they will continue to go down will join uh, together in a stream very naturally and the stream will join a river and very naturally the river will join the St. Lawrence River and I'm translating from Pali here <laughs> and very naturally the, the St. La- Lawrence River will, uh, will uh, end up in the oceans very natural and in the same way it's very natural that when we give attention to something, anything, body, breath, uh, 
emotions, pleasure, displeasure, silence, step. When we give attention, sati, very, very naturally, curiosity will arise. And the contact with a higher quality or high quality contact with something, curiosity will naturally uh, be developed, cultivated, invited. As, you know, as the rain falls in the mountain, comes down in the stream, river, ocean. In the same way, attention will uh, lend itself to the arising of curiosity. The word in Pali is Dhamma-vichaya, investigation of phenomena. That's pretty much what we've been talking about, being curious about phenomena, human nature. Very naturally, when we pay attention, curiosity in time will arise. Very naturally, very, very naturally, when curiosity arises, energy arises. Very natural. Curiosity is an energizing factor. Very naturally, when there's curiosity, energy arises. When there's energy and curiosity, very naturally, joy arises. We could call this enthusiasm, curious joy. Very naturally, then the mind will uh, find some calm, will stay with being curious, being in contact, and being curious about what it's meeting. It will, it will stay, it won't get scattered, it will collect, and very naturally it will uh, find balance, and very naturally insight will arise. And so this is what we're kind of uh, exploring here. This, uh, and you'll say, well, it's not that natural to me. Right now, you know, it's more like... But, you know, we have to have a larger view here. You know, very naturally, you, you might... You've seen this, I'm pretty sure, during this retreat at some point, that suddenly, you know, there was something. Often it's with the contact with nature. You know, that there's a quality of presence a little higher or deeper or, you know, intimacy with something in nature... Be, I've been named a few times here, be and flower, and the presence of, of, the, of being present to that encounter of be and flower. So me, wow, this, even there could be ah that was described, so we're in that field where things are, you know, this quality of presence that is kind of engaged very naturally. We don't have to say like, hey, really connect with the bee and flower, you know, like there's a moment where suddenly, or there's just this breeze, or something else. It can be in nature, it can be inside the body, with the breath, or something else. And so this is something that we're cultivating, even if it's very messy and uneven, and we lose it completely, still, this is what we're tending towards. This is the direction. This is what we're inviting or evoking. And so it's good to maybe know a little bit of that kind of, I don't know if it's progression. We could also talk about it as, a, you know, a children's uh, s- uh, seesaw. Seesaw? Yeah. And 
the part of the art of practice is the balancing of what we call the energizing factor and the calming factors. And so in these seven factors, there's one that is central. Guess what? It is mindfulness, sati. So it's like the point right there the, at the tipping point, the mindfulness. And on one side, there's three qualities that are energizing. Curiosity, energy itself, and joy. They energize. And there's three that are calming. So I just spoke to them first in the linear way. Now I'm talking about them in a balancing way. And so three are energizing. Curiosity brings energy to the mind. And maybe effort, energy, uh, itself engaging energy. You know, if you fall asleep and you stand up, you engage energy. You're going to find energy. It's going to be energizing. Joy does that bring energy and the calming factor are calm, tranquility itself when the mind has a little less to say is more receptive maybe an image would be maybe a lake without some wind you know, very quiet lake sometimes we get to experience this as human beings sometimes not at all that's not what's there but sometimes there is calm it can be recognized and collectedness of mind, it's the staying, the staying. So the mind is not scattered, the mind is gathered around something. Just the silence, just the awareness itself. So the calm is a calming factor for sure. Concentration or collectedness, gatheredness of mind is a calming factor. And so is equanimity balance of mind non-reactivity would you agree that non-reactivity not getting worked up about things which is really natural but the absence of it the being oh this is how it is right now oh that's not what I wanted oh let me stay let me stay here and so the art of practice partly for a meditator is to balance the calming factors with the energizing factor so cultivating them and balancing them if there's too much calming factor sometimes we can see it physically it goes like this really calm very calm meditation you know and so we need to bring the energizing factor by opening the eyes Asking a question, what's known? What can be clearly known? To help the mind perk up a little bit. If there's too much energizing factor, well, you have a good example of this here. <laughs> I don't tend to fall asleep. But I, if I have imbalance, usually it's because the energizing factor is too strong. And so if there's too strong energizing factors, the mind will get very discursive, uh, very agitated, you know, and it's good to recognize this, no judgment. How oh, could we bring calm here? How can there be more calm here? So maybe reducing the field of awareness to just the belly, just the steps, 
stopping in the walking, you know. So playing with this a little bit. So that could be a, a way, kind of a kind of lens to put on as we practice. Oh, so you, if you try to remember the seven, it's too much. Anyway, for me, it's too much. I'm like sitting here, like okay, seven factors. You know, it's way too much. But something I can remember and I can bring to life, to relationships, to learning something, is this just remembering two. Calm and curiosity. Can there be some calm and curiosity in the middle of this storm here? In the middle of this beautiful situation? You know, instead of, my God, it's so beautiful, it's so beautiful. Where's my camera? (laughs) It's so beautiful. Could there be a part of calm here and connection and curiosity to help me experience beauty or challenge to really hear what the other is saying? Can there be a part of curiosity and calm here? To do something I don't want to do but have to do. Could I bring some curiosity here? about this, you know, instead of maybe aversion or lethargy. I have to do this again. Could there be some curiosity about it? Sometimes there can, sometimes there cannot, you know. But sometimes we can call this, remember this, and invite this uh, quality in us. I'm just putting in different words what we've been doing here this week. Nothing new. It's just a different framing so if it resonates for you you could use this along the day today oh, is there some curiosity here some calm what does it mean for me you know this, these words are, are there other words that would work better for me that are in this kind of the vicinity of these energizing factor, calming factor let's play with this a little bit don't have to do perfectly sometimes it's not possible to do well at all you know and sometimes it's surprising we think it's going to go well if it doesn't and something we sometimes we think it's not going to go well and somehow and what's well anyway it's a big debate there And sometimes it's not what's required. What's required here is maybe tenderness, compassion. And maybe that's calming. Friendliness. Or forgiveness. beginner's mind.
discovering the environment as if for the first time. We've never been here now before. It's the first time we're here now. Curiosity. Allowing the environment to reveal itself or the body to be experienced just as it is now. Maybe noticing the state of the mind. Now look at that. There is this quietness there, or its absence. There is friendliness here. Maybe the absence of it just now. Relaxed and awake. Tranquil and alert.
keep calmly knowing change. Keep calmly knowing change. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.